The holiday season is officially in your face, whether you like it or not. And to be honest, it can be really overstimulating. So the way I combat my turkey stuffed brain is by floating. A float tank is a pool of heated water combined with magnesium sulfate to allow your body full buoyancy. Floating in the chambers have been known to ease tension in joints, muscles, and aid in mindfulness, potentially leading to decreased stress and anxiety. A place to float offers an incredible spa experience from the moment you walk into the building. Located in the heart of downtown Indianapolis, a place to float is exactly what you need during this holiday season. If you're in need of a little less twinkling lights and a little more silent night, try out a place to float with our code of UNMASK to save yourself 20% on your first float. That's UNMASK, U-N-M-A-S-K-E-D, to save yourself 20%. The next guest we have on today is one that I know you have heard of his product. In fact, I usually talk about it right before you listen to the podcast. We have the one and only Dr. Charles Livingston of Life Boost. So I'm not going to do something really long about how amazing their flavors are because I definitely hit on that in the podcast. But I do want to remind you that if you want to save yourself some money on your next Life Boost order, you can use our code of UNMASKED to save yourself 30%. Enjoy the podcast. All right, everybody. Welcome to Unmasked the Podcast. Today we have Dr. Charles Livingston on the podcast. Do you uh, tell us a little bit about yourself? Yeah, um, I'm a chiropractor by trade and uh so i practiced for oh, about five years or so now i own a coffee company um so that's kind of what i do full-time um yeah i mean i i ran into you guys at jiu-jitsu you helped me fall in love with the sport and uh you know i go try to go as often as i can <laughs> <laughs> and uh just having a blast with it absolutely so what chiropractor by trade but then you you fall in the coffee company like how does that even like those don't correlate. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's a funny story. Um, so, you know, I've always wanted to be a doctor my entire life. Um, I knew ever since I was younger, um, problem was I go to, you know, different types of doctors and I would not get the answers that I was looking for. Um, I was very health driven. Uh, and so I go to a doctor and ask health questions versus disease type questions. And, they could never give me a, like, for instance, I would ask like something about like, how do I get stronger? Or, you know, is creatine a good supplement for me to be taking? And they would be like, I don't even know what that is. I'm like, oh. all right. <laughs> so I'm not going to you for answers. Uh, and so I, you know, did my own research um, in school and, you know, looked at different career paths. And, you know, I ended up shadowing a chiropractor. I just fell in love with it. Uh, just what they were able to do, uh, the the holistic view of the body was very important to me, um, and how like everything affects everything else. So even the tiniest building blocks that you get from the nutrients in your food and your supplements, how that over time builds a stronger and more optimized body. You know, in any aspect, whether it's your mind, your 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 mind or your body, right? or your emotions. Um, it all can be traced back to that. So fell in love with health and fitness and nutrition and chiropractic was, you know, one of the best paths for that holistic viewpoint. So did that. Um, you know, I absolutely loved, uh, adjusting people, taking care of people, hated the politics of medicine, um, and insurance companies, uh, and you know, the mess that they've created in society with health. <laughs> So I've kind of like veered away from that and just stuck in that lane. Um, but then quickly decided that for me, like I didn't want to be stuck in one spot, like the end result of my life, I wanted to be able to travel. I wanted to be able to work from anywhere and have a lifestyle where I could just go to different places and meet new and cool people. Um, and so Basically, that if that was my goal, I had to realize how I could achieve that by just kind of, you know, starting with the end in mind and working backwards. And so my buddy, you know, I went to chiropractic school um, and this is my best friend since kindergarten. He introduced me to, you know, online marketing and doing things online. And by the time I was out of chiropractic school, he was already a millionaire. So I'm like, what did you do? Dang. Oh, you, shit. He, he's, you know, worked from home or he, he, you know, had his own office which his office is 
literally uh, uh, just like a bachelor pad apartment away from his house where he just has, you know, he can go and hang out and work and play video games if he wants to and take a nap if he wants to. But I mean, that's like, you know, he created the perfect life for him. Right. Yeah. So I wanted something similar. Um, so he just kind of took me under his wing after five years and showed me the ropes. And, you know, I created a, a weight loss program online that, um, you know, ended up taking off and did pretty well. And then from there, you know, I've done supplements, you know, created a supplement company. Uh, and then from there, I ended up in a coffee company that just literally fell in my lap. And just what happens is once you have an opportunity and you start doing well, then you have all these other opportunities fall into place, right? So it just kind of gradually just, you know, I just, you know, just creating clarity in my life was really important on what I wanted. And, you know, as I was like dabbling in some of these, you know, coffee, I just absolutely was super passionate about and fell in love with. And so I just kind of ended up on that path and here I am now. <laughs> That's wow. so interesting. I mean, I would... Never in a million years would I wake up and be like, I think I'll create a supplement company because I think to people who don't understand what happens behind the scenes, it's like, you have to be a scientist to create a supplement and like that. And the same thing with coffee. I'm like, you have to know, like you have to grow up around coffee people. And like yeah, you, have, you have to pick the beans hand by hand yeah. by yourself, <laughs> put them in a bag, you know. <laughs> Yeah, I think that the problem is, is that people don't give themselves enough credit and they discount what they can do. Um, and really, I mean, look at Elon Musk, right? He's the epitome of the top dog entrepreneur who knew nothing about rockets and went against a, a you know, multi, multi-billion dollar industry of rocket scientists. And he literally did exactly what they said you couldn't do, which was, you know, have his own personal rocket and you know, be able to get it for X amount of price and be able to send it up in space and land it so you don't waste the rocket, right? So all the rocket scientists over at NASA told me couldn't do that. So it was impossible. He did the impossible. It's yeah. just like I said, I think people discount what is possible and what they can do um, because experts, you know, say that you can. The problem is, is the experts get stuck staring at the forest or the trees instead of forests. And so sometimes it takes somebody, an outlier or an outsider from an industry to go in to disrupt the industry. So that's why you, you've seen it with electric cars, what he's done with that. You're going to see it with Twitter, um, you know, minus, you know, all the garbage the media is saying, you know, there's a, a glint of truth in what they say, but majority of it is just, you know, pushing a narrative as you've probably seen. So. Yeah. Sure. What I hear is that he's an alien, but like, here we are. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that's a good, a good assumption, but I mean, he's got electric cars and flamethrowers, and now he has he Twitter. Has, you know? uh, he's part of the Illuminati that he is, you know, information that we are not privy to yet. So we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so coffee company, have you always been like a coffee, like drinker or just no. like? I, I didn't start drinking coffee until I was probably like 30 in my thirties, 32, okay. something like that. Like last year then? Yeah. Yeah. I wish. <laughs> I wish. I'm about to turn 44 next week. So. Oh, shoot. Okay. Wow. Okay. That's looking 44 year old. There is on the block. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, no, it, like I said, I, I started to get get interest got interested in it because of bulletproof coffee and dave osprey um you know he introduced the whole adding butter to coffee and uh mct oil and those type of things and how it would just supercharge the coffee make it a superfood and um I, I started studying it and the benefits of coffee and i absolutely fell in love with it because i could not stand it before that i was drinking like what got me into coffee was actually like even before that was the sugary drinks at starbucks it's just sure. you know you get that the problem was is that you get that spike of like you know you know rush of adrenaline and then you would have that really quick crash afterwards because of all the sugar in it and then obviously you gain weight and feel awful and all that I stuff. feel like that's everyone's gateway drug to yeah. like espresso yeah. and then eventually you're like I can't continue this but I also can't give up the caffeine so yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. how do I fix this scenario because oh so, yeah and so the ultimate supplement 
right? I feel yeah. like I mean, it absolutely it, is. It wakes me up in the morning if I need it before a workout. Like it, it, it gets me sure. revved up. You know, it's a pre-workout. It's a, it's a post. I mean, I don't. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think it's... for me, like it was, you really hit on the idea of like coffee being a ritual. Like for mm-hmm. me, it's a totally a ritual. Like every morning you wake up and you know you're about to start your day as soon as you sip that first sip of coffee. You're yep. Like, Yep. All right, let's do this. We can do it. Yeah, it life- feels weird not to have it. It's yeah. Like yeah. it's just like like what am I doing? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it really does. Life doesn't start until you take a sip of coffee in the morning. Then it's like yeah. okay, continue. <laughs> <laughs> so I have a couple of questions about like what you kind of say on your website is you are like you're really hyper conscious about environmental stuff and how your specific farms are um basically not like tearing down huge forests um the idea that the farmers are getting like a decent wage or a good wage all of that to me is super important especially considering like i do as much as i possibly can for the entire world but like it's sometimes it's really hard with gas prices going up with grocery prices going up. It's really hard to get free range. It's really hard to get this. It's hard to get that. And you're balancing and trying to figure out everything. So it makes it easy when you're like, I know this company is doing something important, good, and not harming the environment around, especially being from South America. I'm like, protect them. (laughs) (laughs) So what is it that you guys really are looking for? And like, do you even, do you get to go down there and look at the farms that are growing your beans and products and stuff? Yeah, I have people who do that. I have not just because uh, we get our beans from Nicaragua primarily. Uh, okay. And of all the warring and craziness and, you yeah. know, all the politic stuff that's going on right now. <laughs> it's like, I'm going to stay a little bit distant yeah um, but you know i have i do have people down there we have specific farms we use um we one of the things that's important to us is i didn't even realize this but apparently like in some of the re in the majority of the regions where the coffee farms are grown there's not even schools for the children there mm. so we partnered with project alianza which is a group that is is down there that builds schools right around where we have our coffee farms so or we built two schools already. We're working on our third one um, now uh, with them. They've, they've built, you know, even more than that. But just since we've been on board, we've been able to do that. And then we're also uh, corporate sponsors of the Rainforest Trust. Yes. You know, that's there's so much. I'm a biology major at heart, right? That's what I graduated college with. So, you know, biodiversity is super important to me and protecting the environment and you know, doing it, you know, uh, the right way. And um, just, you know, obviously you got to protect the plants, you got to protect the, all, all the species all the way down to the insects, because the, the entire food train chain, you disrupt, disrupt one thing, it's going to, you know, have that butterfly effect all the way up the chain, right? A hundred percent. Yeah. That's so interesting. Yeah. I mean, like it, it is, it is hard to like know what's going on. And then, but like you said, like it's, it is that chain of events that will just like one thing can disrupt everything. And my coffee addiction alone would put an entire forest out. <laughs> I'm glad that's not the case, and but that's so interesting about the schools that you're able to put in schools for those, those kids. That's really cool. Yeah. How you doing all these great things. How do you keep this affordable? Cause like, it's not like a super expensive, like coffee either. So like, you know, something like that, you know, usually when you put all those things behind it, it's like, okay, but this is a hundred dollars a bag now, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, oh my gosh. It's, um, it's, it's not the easiest thing because coffee is, um, uh, what they call like a commodity. It's a, you know, third most drink beverage in the world. So obviously you have a whole you know, range of like from terrible, terrible coffee to really good coffee. Sure. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, it's just a lot, it, a lot of it's just math, right? Just working, you know, I have a CFO that's really helped us to dial in numbers and profit margins and all that to be able to, you know, figure out, you know, what we got to sell each bag for in order to be able to, you know, support, 
you know, the causes, be able to give away bags to military and first responders. And because um, one of the things we like to do is, you know, I tell my team that, you know, just to constantly be on the lookout for people who, you know, who email in and just say that, you know, they, you know, their wife's dying of cancer or, but they'd really love to have the coffee, but they can't afford it, things like that. And then that way we have, we were able to gift them as well. So like every month we have, um, and a lot of amount that we were allowed to give away to people in need like that. So it's just another way that we can give back. Kind of like, you know, you go into a coffee house and sometimes the barista will be like, this coffee's on us, right? We want to do the similar thing because our goal is to be able to bring a similar type of a, a cafe experience like at your home, right? Yeah. And that also yeah. includes community because coffee is very much about connection and community and I mean, you meet with friends, you have coffee with family, you have coffee with business. I mean, it's very, uh, it's a very connecting beverage. Yeah. And I think too, once you start, um, you're able to, you know, for lack of a better term, I mean, like change someone like that or, or at least impact them in that kind of way, then they can recommend it to other people. I mean, yeah. it's great coffee, you know, it's, it's a great way to spread not just your, you know, your business, but also like, that's really impactful to other people's lives. Actually, I just remember when you guys did um, teacher appreciation month, and I'm like, I I'm so grateful that I was able, I brewed coffee for our teaching staff and they all loved it. I got to give bags away to teachers, teachers in need because teachers aren't paid near enough. And they're like, I need coffee. And like, <laughs> it was great. Good. They yeah, loved love it. That. So awesome. I mean, like just being able to have like that also is, you know, knowing that our money is going towards like a good cause or just other people who can enjoy it too is is super cool yeah no that, that's very important to us to make sure that the money is actually going to the cause so you know that's the, why we do project alianza because i know the majority of that money is going to the cause and that's why we did rainforest trust because you know i actually googled and was looking at charities to support and i was looking for the ones where like the money that's donated actually goes to the cause and not to the bureaucracy of the cause, right? Yeah, sure. So you got to be super careful about that. So I'm very, yeah. You know, people right. don't know that, but it's 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 really a thing. <laughs> you start well, googling online for charity, right? Exactly. I mean, like just donating to the Red Cross, you're kind of like, mm, I hope this is going where it needs to go. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. it's it's rough sometimes. They get twenty five cents, and then the you know big tech or whatever that's holding on gets 75 cents or whatever it's right, like right. yeah that's that's crazy so when you were setting up your business i know that you said you started a diet a diet uh you oh, had right. a weight fitness and weight loss program or and you had supplements when you were doing that i know like were you like here are my non uh negotiables like I just, I want to be able to live this life. I want to be able to do this. I want to be able to do this. And then just like selling coffee was the thing that just kind of fell into all of those, like checked all of those boxes. Yeah. So like I said, it, it was just like um, a progression over time. Right. So I had, you know, during this time I had a lot of failures too. And so the one thing is just like failing forward fast. Right. So learn from your mistake try not to repeat it in the next business um, or what, whatever that next step is. And so, you know, all the mistakes I made in the past from, you know, the, the diet program to the supplement company, you know, it just all led me to the culmination of not making those same mistakes in the coffee company. Right. So it's one of those where you just can't be afraid to swing the bat. And the more time you swing the bat, the higher your chances of, you know, getting a base hit, getting a triple, getting a home run, right? Um, but you just have to be able to have the tenacity and the persistence and the consistency to be able to push through all the muck that you have to do to be able to do this stuff. Because it's, um, it's, it's, you know, it, well, I'm trying to think of the best way to say it. I, I mean, it's, it's tough. Right, because you you have to be mentally ready to be able to fail and be okay with failing a lot, um, and you just need to be able to pick yourself up and be like, okay, 
that wasn't a complete loss because I got a lot of experience from that. I'm going to take that experience and go into my next thing, right? No matter what it is in life, right? So that was my big thing. Like I started chiropractic. I was like 1000% science, zero marketing and business. So I went out and I was like, holy crap, people do not just show up at your door. Yeah. <laughs> Even though, you know, advertise. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, well, they kind of teach you in school that, you know, if you build it, they will come type deal. Uh, not, I mean, they give you one, one really terrible business class. Um, yeah. It's not very helpful. Yeah. Uh, and then, then they just send you out on your way. And, you know, that's the one thing with chiropractic. You don't have the luxury of working at a hospital with a salary. You either work for another chiropractor and they pay you a very minor amount to what you should be making. Um, or um, you go and do it yourself and have to learn to be an entrepreneur. So, and it's an uphill battle for a lot of people because there are, they're just like me, they were all science. So you, you learn quickly that people just don't show up at your door and you have to understand business and the numbers behind it and marketing and sale. It can be so overwhelming, especially oh. now with like social media and everything. And you're like, that's so much, so much. Yeah. Uh, when did you start jujitsu and all of this? So when I started about going on three years now, um, it was like right before COVID hit. So oh, I, started, okay. I was able to get a couple months in and then it got shut down for, Dang. You know, for that, that period of time. And I'm like, oh, well, that sucks. That does. <laughs> so I literally started because um, my, oh, how old was it? My, my 14, yeah, my 14 year old at the time. <clears throat> he was doing jujitsu and he was starting to get into wrestling, getting his testosterone boost from puberty. And he was getting all like ag aggressive and like, you know, I'm strong now and blah, blah. So he'd always want to wrestle and fight with me. And so this time I knew nothing. I was just more muscle than him. And he freaking ended up arm barring me and I couldn't get out and I had to tap. So I was like, that's it. Next week I joined jujitsu. I'm like, no more. <laughs> I can't kick my ass. Not happening. <laughs> Not acceptable. <laughs> like, He's too young to be doing this. That's so funny. So that I was did. literally like it was one of those things where I always wanted to do it. You know, I, I took like a couple classes in college and I loved it. I just didn't have the time because I was going through pre-med and and all oh, that. Yeah. Biology. You didn't have the time for anything. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Not the time to sleep. No. Think about your life or anything. Yeah. Yeah. So I always wanted to do it. And that was just, that was the thing that pushed me over the edge and made me like, because I was procrastinating it. Okay. That just kind of pushed me over the edge. I was like, all right, now it's time to go. <laughs> you just have such a very much like what I would say is the ideal jujitsu mindset of like failing and then being like, okay, well, what did I do right? What did I do wrong? And I find that to be so, um, like, and I am so envious of people who have that because my mindset is definitely not that as I stated <laughs> many times on the podcast that I'm like, no, no, I would just be like a sobbing mess in the basement and B would have to come and be like, you're okay. Come and go back to jujitsu class. It's going to be fine. But like, do you think that it just so easily fed into your jujitsu practice? Cause it is such a fail, like your fail rate, especially as a white belt, especially at COVID is going to be so high. Do you think that your mindset of just knowing that that is part of life helped you in jujitsu? Or do you think that it was something that, you know, like really pushed you through or how did that help? Yeah, no, I think it did for sure. Um, so, I mean, I knew going into this one that like, I wanted to do this as a lifelong journey. Like, I love it. It's great Two, I knew that I wasn't going to be able to, you know, go to every single class. Um, and I wasn't dedicating my entire life to it. Like this was going to be, I I'm a hobbyist, right. You know, it's something I love to do and I go when I can, but I'm looking at it like it's the journey, not necessarily destination i have no plans to compete or anything like that it's just fun meeting cool people learning some cool skill sets um and self-defense and you know boosting confidence and all that uh and knowing that and going in i understand that okay this guy goes every single day to class he's a competitor i'm going to get completely annihilated but that's what i want to roll with because that's how i'm going to get better faster sure 
So I accept the and embrace the absolute destruction and carnage that's going to happen. Embrace the suck. Embrace the suck, literally. Um, and then, yeah, for me, it's like when I play the back, I'm like, what could I have done? What could, have, could I have done? So it's like picking apart, you know, the matches um, when I go home, you know, classes, because, you know, when Jason teaches, he does um, like a series of things. So my whole thing is like, this is going to be completely overwhelming. What principles can I take out of that? So I'm not necessarily focusing on the moves themselves because there's you know thousands of combinations of moves it's more like the principles behind the moves so you know for instance you know we're going over single leg x for the third time i'm like oh yeah well this time maybe i should focus on you know pinching the knee as tight as possible so to isolate the joint more so it's like they you know that repetition and over time as you think about it you're like oh well i'll just add this extra step and then your game gets better in that aspect so it's just understanding that you have the, the culmination of all these little things that add up right instead of one big you know i learned this one cool move that i can use all the time now yeah so you know i try to look for for the, those smaller things and then focus on the principles versus the moves and then yeah, that's a great mindset yeah. to have i didn't ever think about it as something like that i think definitely i go into it being like okay i'm gonna learn the move tonight and then you're absolutely right like it's it is so overwhelming because there, it's it's like a lego piece like it's a lego structure where you have so many pieces that go into it and you cannot put them all together perfectly at the one time and there's yeah. 17 different ways to get to 17 different moves oh my gosh too much and like i i don't like bored he'll be like if you get anything out of this entire three four part series i want you to get the sweep I want you to get the yeah. lock down to this or to whatever. Yeah. So it's like there's A through Z, but if you can just understand A, you won today. Yeah. yeah. So exactly. like there's because <laughs> there's too much. Or even yeah. if you just like learn the name of the move so that you at least know, oh, that's what they got me with. Okay, then yeah. I can start breaking that down. Yeah. How did I get trapped in this? Or I can look it up later and, <laughs> yeah. and yeah. go back over it myself and go, oh, I wasn't turning my toe down. The right yeah way. yeah like, exactly that's why i screwed this up but i was really close otherwise <laughs> <laughs> oh man yeah it's uh i i freaking love it though like it's just so much fun it's so challenging and it is it's it's you can't be afraid to fail and i think that's you know we see so many white belts just revolve it's like a revolving door going in and out and some will stick but it's just i i think they just get so defeated like mentally because they're like I got, I went in there, I got completely annihilated and like, okay, I'm good. Yeah, <laughs> Instead of like, yeah. what could have I done better? You know, let me go back and just grind through this because I know that's not always going to be like this, right? I think uh, the perception too, a lot of times is a lot of people think they're tougher than they are and <laughs> walk yeah. into a gym and, the, and then some like, like hundred, hundred pound, like blue belt that's like just like maybe 16 yep. know, eats their ass and they're they're 220 pound like guy that can bench like 400 pounds they're like what the hell happened here yep exactly this person's size like <laughs> this is this is supposed to work you know and like yeah it's it definitely like you have to have that mentality of i'm probably gonna get beat up by everybody here Oh, they've got some stripes in their belt. They probably know a little more than me, or they, they're a blue yeah. belt. I, I just started. They might kick my ass. That's okay. Like, <laughs> we're not rolling for gold stars here. We're rolling for life experience. I know, and that's, that's the other stuff. thing. It was like, like, my whole thing, like, I don't care about points. I don't care about, you know, I just want to survive. That's the big Absolutely. thing. Like, let me survive, step one. Let me figure out a skin. <laughs> I've got my submissions, you know, that I'm working on. And so, but it's like, most of all, it's like, if I don't get submitted, I'm like, that's a win for me. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, step one. I may have lost points by like, you know, 10 to zero or whatever, but I'm like, yeah. I survived. <laughs> we talk about that all the time where we'll get in the car and we're coming home from practice. And I'm like, well, I didn't let so-and-so submit me today. And we're like, great job. Like, like, yeah. like high five it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, but like for real, I mean, it, and I guess it also depends on what your goal is in jujitsu. Like, like I said, like I'm not a competitor. I have no goals to do that. But like I chose competitive jujitsu over self-defense jujitsu literally because I talked to Jason like before I joined for probably like an hour on the phone and he was just explaining all this stuff to me and how that's, I was like that's like, not a hard thing to do Jason he... talked a long time <laughs> 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 but he was just like a competitor jujitsu absolutely destroy you know self-defense jujitsu and you're still getting a lot of the same principles from self-defense yeah. jujitsu but they're just oh, yeah. far superior because of the amount of rolling that they do and i experienced that firsthand because the first place i went there was like hardly any open mat and you would just learn moves and it was super super boring because like you'd forget it just like normal because there was a lot of moves and like there was no rolling and that's like the experience my favorite part is rolling but it's also important to you know feed your mind so you know what to do when you roll Right. I think too, like that competitive edge, the competitiveness relies so heavily on muscle memory and that pressure is applicable both in competition and when you're being met with someone who's going to, you know, try stuff with you. And I, yeah, I definitely think like, like competitive jujitsu. I mean, I don't even compete that much. I definitely should. I need to get out of that. But <laughs> but I I mean I love like comps trainings and stuff like that. It's they're so hard and it just makes you just hyper focus on the situation in front of you. Yeah. Instead of like looking or thinking about what you're gonna eat for dinner that night or whatever. Like yeah. well, I still find time to think about food. <laughs> <laughs> Food's a big thing for me. Uh, that's a, <laughs> That trail mix that you you promoted, the toodaloo oh, yeah. or whatever. Oh, yes. Man. Yes. Dude, it's so good. <laughs> it is it is good. They did a good yeah. job with it. We ended up buying like the the four pack or whatever that they had of uh, yeah. all four different flavors. That was a good night. We mm-hmm. just sat there and like in the kitchen we and just like try this one. <laughs> and sometimes I think about stuff like that, especially after practice, because you know, it's like I went there and got my ass kicked for an hour or whatever. It's like, okay, cool. I'm exhausted. I'm really hungry. Where are my snacks at? Like, yep, yep. <laughs> and where are my good healthy snacks? Like, like that's the thing you were talking about. Like you did the the diet program or it was uh, exercise program. So like that. So like, like you're you're an in shape dude. And I just I don't know. Like, was it what was it like when you were doing that? Was it uh, was it a DVD set you were selling like like P90X or what was the it, it wasn't, it was literally, uh, it was an ebook. So this was before Kindle like took over the market and you could do, just do a Kindle. So we literally created like uh, a, a digital PDF. It was, I don't know, it was like a hundred page. I wrote a hundred page PDF with a weight loss program that was based on um, my, my whole angle was like, focus on your liver health, right? Because your liver is one of the master metabolism makers of your body because it breaks down carbs, fats, and proteins. And if you take care of that, you know, and, you know, detoxify it and feed it the proper nutrients, inherently, it's going to affect your metabolism, like foundationally. And just by doing that alone, and then like, then after that, I layered like different types of diets. I did like a raw food diet for like two weeks. And then from there, it was like pushing into more of a lower carb type diet. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I never even thought about the liver being like your your mitochondrian of your body basically yeah. where it's like the powerhouse of your body that's gonna affect everything what no, did yeah. a diet for your liver look like or like what did eating for your liver look like i mean just a lot of um well it's different now you know because as you learn and grow like i would have changed it from what it was before it was like you started one the biggest thing is just you know, getting rid of like things that are super toxic for your liver and your entire body, like high fructose corn soup, one of the absolute worst things you could ever put in your body. Um, it goes straight to the liver. Uh, and it's what causes uh, what they call non-alcoholic fatty liver disease. Okay. You know, people think that fatty liver disease, the majority of it is caused by alcoholism. It's not, it's caused by, you know, food, diet, like high fructose corn syrup. 
Okay. Uh, it literally just, it goes, you know, bypasses the whole blood sugar cycle. It goes straight to your liver um, and your body has to deal with it. And it just like your liver literally takes it and just shuttles it in the fat. Oh. Can't do much with it. Yeah. It's terrible. Okay. Um, so that's like the first thing. Another thing is just um, like some leafy greens and things like that. Um, the big one is actually just eating that same organ. Right. So okay. For liver health, eat liver, right? For kidney health, eat kidneys, that type of thing. Um, that's another uh, way to go about it. And yeah, it, it's a lot of, you know, obviously stop putting toxins into your body as well as feed your body, you know, healthy things that build up. Okay. You're, it's it's the equivalent of building your house out of straw or bricks, right? Which one would you, you want to do? Um, so if you give your body the ingredients like McDonald's and French fries with all these like trans fats and Cheetos and all this, it's got to take that and find some nutrients in it, which there's not a lot, and then take that and assimilate in your cells. And then your cells, you know, you are as healthy as your cells are. So you've got, you know, whatever trillion cells in your body. And if this is the, the food that you're feeding them, guess what? Garbage in is going to equal garbage out. You're going to end up with all these health problems. And, and it's not like an instant thing, right? It's like a threshold that you hit over time. Then all of a sudden you're like, why am I having all these problems? Why can't I get rid of the weight? Why can't I, why do I feel depressed? Why do I get all that? And it's like, it's not one thing that caused that. It was just this culmination of things that happened over time. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 And diets, you know, I would say 80% of all disease is linked to diet. Yeah. Um, and the rest, you know, is lack of exercise, uh, stress, EMFs, you know, there's a lot of different things. So the way I approach my philosophy on life is just, you know, work on eliminating just as many of those little things as possible and doing good things for your body and just kind of layer it up yes. over time. Like you don't have to make a huge change all at once. And huge yeah. changes don't are are yeah. have been proven not to stay. Yeah, anyway. crash diets. People start like I, you know, I eat McDonald's three times a day. Well, now I'm eating kale three times a day, and then it just. It just, yeah, it implodes like within a week or two. They feel like trash. They go right back to their yeah. Yeah. things. And then and then they're stuck again. They never make any changes. If they lost any weight, it gained right back because they- Yeah, the rebound. Yeah, yeah I um, when I lost a lot of weight, it was, I was still eating terrible food, but I started moving. <laughs> I I was playing basketball for three hours a day, like, at the park, you know, and like, and just like, I was terrible. But just like that cardio running back and forth, I lost like 20 pounds in a summer. Oh, yeah, for you sure. Know? Like, oh, wow, I, I exercise changes things, you know, and then like, and then like, I finally started doing the diet right. And like, yeah, it was gradual too. Yeah. I find something I liked, you know, and now it's like, I don't want to eat McDonald's and salty food, like stuff like that. Um, yeah, yeah you, start to, you don't understand it's gradual it's a slow slow process and nobody likes to hear it's a slow process they all well because you don't get that feel of instant results right yeah it should instantly change you should notice it instantly just like yeah. supplements you know most supplements i take i don't notice no. at all but it's one of those things where i know that over time these your body's going to assimilate x amount percent of that into your body and it's going into your cells and your cells are going to be able to use that like they should to build a healthier body. So I want my house to be built out of bricks and not straw. So what can I do to make that happen? Like gradually, right? So I have two questions then about the supplement. Sure. One, actually maybe three. <laughs> okay, there is not a lot of studies that I know of that are done over supplements. And I don't understand why. And I feel like it's more to do with like the idea of big pharma. It's not lucrative for them really um because they seem to be much more focused like you said on like basically giving you something that'll help ail all of your mm -hmm. problems as opposed to that like let's fix what is the root of said problem diet exercise etc um so that's my first question is like why do you think we're not studying supplements nearly enough or that there aren't any um and two, like, what supplements do you like? What are your, like, top three supplements that you always recommend to people? Yeah, these are great questions. Okay, so one, you, you pretty much hit it on the head. I mean, if you, and here's the thing where I think that people, like, they, they just, 
don't have any understanding whatsoever of how things function. So I've been blessed with having the ability to be a doctor and understand the underlying things that are happening and the politics that are happening in that world because yes. I was living it, right? As well as a businessman, right? I've spent, you know, my, my second life, I guess, or my second season of life after the whole science thing with chiropractic was a rapid, like I, I'm literally, I've had no business classes. I've never gone to school for business whatsoever. I've had to self-teach myself from zero, like business and marketing. So through doing that, you learn a lot of different things about how things function. So I've got both worlds and what it comes to, and you, you hit it on the head. There's no money in that stuff compared to patenting a drug, right? Which I mean, there is I, I want to be like, there isn't, but there is like, we could save so much money on healthcare if we were to just swim. So, so this is a giant rabbit hole we could go down, but okay. what I'm going to do, <laughs> I'm going to wreck it. The, this is the absolute best podcast I've heard on this was Joe Rogan's podcast with Brandon Bueller. Okay. And the, I, I think that's his name. It's Brandon. Uh, it's ways to wellness, I think, which is a, a wellness clinic uh, down in Austin. And it's who Gordon Ryan went to. Okay. Get his stem cells. And so ironically, some some very good friends of mine uh, own the stem cell clinic in Tijuana that Galval went to. Okay. And so like Eddie Bravo, Andre Galval, you know, all these MMA guys all go Dean Lister, like all those guys go to Tijuana to my buddy's clinic to get stem cells and be put back together again. Um, so like, and even Joe Rogan mentions it on his podcast, like a few times, like he, I've heard the clips where he's, I'm like, Hey, it's my buddy. Yeah. <laughs> um, but ironically, the two of the three founders of the hospital, one of them created gameness geese. Okay. okay. And sold it. And then the other one created um, Lucky Gee. Okay. Okay. So, uh, yeah. So they've been in, the, they, they, they've been OGs in the MMA and Jiu Jitsu community for a long, long time. So they, they know all those guys. So that's kind of a little fun fact. But Brandon Bueller, uh, he has a, a wellness clinic in Austin that, um, and Joe Rogan interviewed him. And the guy, he started as an Eli Lilly. Uh, pharmaceutical sales rep okay. so you get like some deep dark knowledge of what's going on and how the business model between insurance companies pharmaceutical companies and medicine like traditional medicine works okay and it will blow your mind i'm gonna listen to it <laughs> like, like you, you, it, you will not be the same after you listen to this i yeah that's okay i will uh take it it's, it's when i'm on a good mental health day yeah, it's, probably, it's probably stuff that like i already kind of have an inkling of like yeah it is you know but it's a verification of like wow <laughs> yeah but, so then um, what supplements do you what are your like top supplements that you like to recommend so I experiment with a lot of different supplements. I'm always changing things. Uh, the staples, I would say every single person should be taken as one, a good probiotic. Okay. Um, just because we've been so antibiotic our entire life that yeah. has jacked up your gut health, creates all kinds of issues. Um, and that's exactly what happened to Gordon Ryan. That's why he has stomach issues is he, he take, took too many antibiotics for i think a staph infection i was like probably yeah. all the staph yeah. infections yeah well, yeah that was the that the gym in new york was pretty notorious for yeah staff. yeah yeah he talked uh, yeah so rogan actually interviewed uh gordon too right before his match with galval and um he talks about all that so it was fascinating yeah. to listen to that but yeah that's that's what happened he just yeah. took to me and antibiotics it jacked up a stomach created this like year you know multiple year issue of like like extremely debilitating nausea and he was still able which is insane that he was able to yeah and then he, yeah he even like semi-retired and then came right back yeah <laughs> once he got it figured out because he's not oh he's like 26 or something he's not an old guy no by any means so and he's the he's the peak performance of a jiu-jitsu athlete like he's Dude, on yeah. top of everybody and beats them handily and yeah 
And he's only functioning at about, I think he said, oh, I was about 80% this time. Because he, he's slowly getting better. Yeah. Because he's going to this, I think he's, it's because of Brandon's uh, clinic. Brandon Bueller, I think is his name. Yeah. Okay. A waste of wellness or waste of well, whatever. Yeah, you'll find it. <laughs> yeah. we'll I, I will Google it. I will find it. Yeah. yeah. Um, so or just probiotic. Okay. The Got probiotic, it. definitely. Omega-3. Okay. Just cannot get enough in, um, through food. Yeah. Uh, or you're not, you know, I mean, you get it typically from like cold water fish, like salmon and mm -hmm. um, like sardines and things like that. Uh, but like, it's definitely something you should be taking every day simply because most of the fat that you get is omega-6, uh, which is, you know, what's, you know, all the vegetable oils and all the crazy stuff that people put in their bodies, you know, or that processed, you know, food manufacturers put in the food supply to put in our bodies yeah. is insane um so yeah th those are the two big ones um for for me for me since being 44 um i'm not doing any testosterone or anything yet but what i have found to help a lot is nitric oxide okay so things that build nitric oxide you can't take nitric oxide you just take precursors like um l-arginine and, and things like that citrulline and there, there's different uh supplements out there that you that, that boost nitric oxide um beets beets are awesome okay. um, there's a great beet supplement out there that can help boost nitric oxide but it's something that i i noticed is when you lift you'll notice a blood flow through okay. your arms and you become much more vascular uh so that's another favorite yep um uh, I, I mean, a good, you know, B vitamin, multivitamin, uh, vitamin D is super important. Every cell in your body uses vitamin D. Okay. Um, so I'm constantly taking that, especially during the winter when you don't have the sunlight. Yes. Super important. Um, How effective are those sun lamps? Are they helpful at all? Are they solely like a pro, like a no, yeah, yeah. So light therapy like that is definitely, yeah. I mean, there's okay. studies that, that back the science of that. Um, I just started doing red LED light therapy. Yeah, okay. yeah. So I bought one of those towers and I stand in front of it and, you know, absorb all the the rays, um, the, the red LED from that. Uh, and those, those help. Um, and then I started, you know, I'm starting to branch into some peptides, which is kind of like, another level of so these are more like injectables so one okay. of them they call it like the wolverine peptide which is uh bpc 157 so there's two ways you can ingest it for um gut health it's very good for healing leaky gut very good for helping with um any type of gut issues um and then so there's bp so there's that and then you can, if you inject it it's great for your joints okay so, and it's just like, I mean, the needle is like literally like that. It's like a, what they call a subcutaneous needle. So I, I can actually stick myself. He said this big and I'm like, no, thank you. <laughs> I will get a tattoo. I'm Goodbye. <laughs> okay. Okay. But, but I mean, it's, it's a super, yeah, like, it's an excellent needle. Yeah, yeah. It's super <laughs> easy to do. I didn't think I could ever do it, but I can inject myself. Okay. Okay. So, but that's, that's really good for the joints. So that was one I've been taking. Um, and there's all kinds of some, some you can take to boost growth hormone and testosterone and your immune system and, you know, brain health. Uh, it's, it's a whole other world. Um, I was going to say, and then it's like, it's hard because then it's not all, it, it's not regulated. So then it's like what supplements are actually what they say they are yeah. as opposed to filler and stuff like and that. Yeah. CBD yeah. And that's where, you know, reputable, you know, doing your research to find reputable companies and, um, and that comes into play. Um, yeah. I mean, that's always, you know, it's, it's definitely a thing, right? It's, yeah. it's like Flintstone vitamins, top tier right yeah. there. <laughs> The what? The, the Flintstone vitamins. Flintstone vitamins, yeah. Coffee. Those are the best. <laughs> that's, Centrum. that's how I got to where I am today. That was right. my start in the supplement company. <laughs> <laughs> was the Flintstone vitamins. They, super reputable, been around forever. 
Oh my goodness. Do you have any other questions? I mean, I, I could literally, I could pick your brain forever about supplements yeah. because I think it's so interesting and it is very frustrating. The lack of like research, the lack of, um, I, I genuinely am a firm believer that I feel like we could, we should just be getting prescriptions for like fresh fruits and vegetables. Yeah. Like, would think? It would, it would alleviate such a huge, uh, like, I mean, it would help with the food desert crisis and like all of this other stuff if we could just have, I mean, we eat so well at our house and I went to the grocery store today and I got chicken, broccoli, Brussels sprouts, and that alone was like $60. Isn't that insane? I wish to God, like, I wish that I could just be like, here's my HSA card. I don't have like, like. $4 $4 cents. for a 12 like, pack. Of, right. You know. It's insane. So, so, okay. Well, so back to, back to coffee. Uh, so you, uh, <laughs> my favorite thing. Uh, so you've been sustainable doing stuff like online, like solely online. Like you have a subscription that you can get, you get, you know, a discount, free shipping, all that jazz. Is there, do you have any plans to ever do like a store wide thing, like to where you maybe sell it at Whole Foods or something? Yeah, like- yeah for sure. Um, it's y- you want to look at it in phases, right? Um, that in order to push into retail, like you have to have deep, deep pockets. So okay. this is the reason why whenever you watch Shark Tank, a lot of the people who go on Shark Tank, they're looking for money so they can go into retail to fulfill pr- purchase orders because you can okay. have Walmart drop this you know, $100,000 purchase order on you. And, you know, you you have to have $100,000 of inventory to be able to fulfill it. But then they're not going to pay you for that inventory for, you know, whatever your contract says. So it could be months before you okay. even recoup that. So you have to be able to float that, right? Right. And then so think about, you know, it goes well the first time. Now they want 600000 Okay. So roll out across the U.S., yeah. So if you just got your hundred thousand, now you have to have six hundred thousand in inventory, and then so it's just this whole long process. And so they say it takes like you know two years of just consistently putting out money like that sure. in order to like be able to be a household name in retail. Right. Okay. Okay. So it's, that's it's, big uh, retail stores. What about smaller like shops uh, or? you know smaller places like that is it the same boat no it's it's a little bit different there um so we do have a wholesale program where we we have like smaller like boutiques that will sell our coffee okay okay yeah or bed and breakfast bread bed and breakfast or hotels um we're getting ready to launch our health ambassador program so any health person who owns like uh, a healthcare facility or doctor's office or you know, even like an influencer online, they can do like uh, the health ambassador program. And, it, it, you know, some of the, you'll get some free coffee, you, depending if you have an office, you can get a stand that like holds the coffee, you can sell out of your yeah, office, yeah. then you can still have a way to put them on subscription and be able to make money from that as well. So it's a new thing that we want to roll out here. Jordan. Cool. Nice. Super, hey, super cool. That's awesome. I can't wait. Like, honestly, Oh, I have one more question. (laughs) So one of the best things about your coffee are the flavors. Like I, anytime I do a commercial, I basically am just like, guys, they have s'mores. They have white Russian. They have like, I could go on (laughs) because I'm so obsessed. Like we did pumpkin. Oh no, we're doing um the t- the cinnamon toast crunch one or something. Oh uh, yeah, it's yeah. So freaking good. Yeah, well, we did like three or four bags back to back of pumpkin spice because it was that season. Because because oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm I a basic bitch spice. at heart. But like you don't have to do anything here. Like it's it's just like we put a little bit of stevia in it, and like we're like okay, cool. Like it's it the flavor pops. It's not it's not like you buy a, a bag of cheap coffee and it just like has a subtle hint of it you gotta yeah. sugar like it just it's so good uh, but yeah. <laughs> my question is is like do, is that a roasting process so I, I will explain to you the process of how to flavor coffee um it's kind of crazy uh so a normal flavored coffee they use really really terrible beans because they're flavoring it it's terrible beans combined with artificial flavors 
combined with propylene glycol, okay. stick, which is antifreeze. Hmm. So, th so the antifreeze makes it so that the flavor will stick to the beans. So like almost all flavor coffees, that's what they're made out of. Okay. What we did is I'm like, I don't want any of that. Like I'm not drinking that. Yeah. All the time, you know, oh, right. maybe every occasionally, like I said, here's the thing when it comes to health, having like things that aren't good for you occasionally, it's fine. You want to challenge your body. Sure. You need to be able to learn to adapt that type of thing. But at the same time, doing too much of that over time is going to mess up your body. Right. So I'm like, you know, I don't want to do this over time from drinking this every people drink coffee every single day. So the way we do it is when they're roasting the beans, we'll put, um, we use ethanol which is uh, alcohol, right? So that is a, what they call like a, a sticky agent that the flavor can stick to. And we'll use natural flavors that are um, made from essential oils and um, organic compounds uh, and that, are, that come from the fruit or the, you know, the, the fruit or like the chocolate or something like that. Okay. So we're, we're using natural things that there's nothing artificial in it, natural extracts. So think like an almond extract or something like that. Okay. Yeah. Kind of be the best way to, I mean, it's not exactly that, that, but it's, it's close to help you understand. So the alcohol evaporates, you know, the flavors stick to the beans. Yeah. And then it's just managing between the roasting process and the, the, the amount of flavor so that it, it works well together. And you know, and then, I mean, it's, you know, sometimes we'll get a weaker batch and people will tell us, we'll be like, we'll replace it for free. Yeah. Um, because that, like, I want to make sure that people get the absolute best coffee that they paid for. Yeah. So I have no problems, you know, just be like, you know, send back, you know, if you bought six bags, send back the five, we'll replace them for you. Yeah. You know, all right. No, no problem. Um, yeah. yeah. No, it's, yeah. it's so good. Yeah, you're, The customer service on on at life boost is, is probably one of the best like tiers as far we're as we're like, talking to life boost right now yeah we know yeah but like i you, you know it, it's never you know it's never been an issue of are you sure it was bad or uh oh we charge you shipping on your subscription let me refund it was never like there was never any pushback on like a oh we either mess something up or, or if I even just said something nice, like, I, you know, on the review, like I'll review anytime I get an email that says, we review this. Hell yes, I will. <laughs> you know what I mean? 100%. And I, and I that, yeah. reply back and I'm like, I mean, I didn't need a reply, but thank you. Like, that's cool. You're like, like, yeah, you know, that's thing. You, you, that, you take what people say and you actually like care about, you know, whatever issues you might need to fix or, or you want to accentuate, you know, you take the feedback. Well, um, yeah, it's, it's, and it's not like I wait three or four days. Like it's like an hour tops yeah. and I get something replied back. I'm like, holy crap. You know? Didn't you notice that Charles has like 17 hands? He's like, he's ready. So ready. And yeah. And, and you're always throwing out sales discounts. You've always got something good going on. You're trying to give back to people. Like they're just, yeah, it's, you got a good thing. It's, I'd say it's working for yeah. you yeah <laughs> yeah yeah no we we like i said we absolutely love it we, we're you know we are a customer first company you know i absolutely. tell them all the time like whatever they say just make it right for them i was like you know people are spending their money on our product you know we're going to give them a su superior product and a great experience being with us because last thing you want is to do, i mean i've had plenty of terrible customer service and sure. it's my number one pet peeve is bad customer service. So I'm like, I will not do that. Like we will have the best customer service of any company. So that's what we focus on is just customers first, for sure. Absolutely. It shows, it shows. I mean, definitely your heart is, and is, uh, it shows how much you care about this company and, and that's awesome. No, that's thank loving, you. Yeah. Loving here so much. <laughs> <laughs> We got some new flavors coming out too. Oh, oh shoot! God. We got um. I'll, I'll give you a little hint. What's coming? Okay. Tiramisu. Oh goodness. Um, chocolate orange. Mm. Oh, that's a good one. My um, heart. I know. I'm like, oh man, oh man. Oh, there's another one too. 
I can't remember. Oh, there's one that we're doing called, and it was actually an accident. Um, it's called Holiday Spice and Everything Nice. Oh, fun. So it was like, because I'm, I'm testing all these coffees and like yeah. our gingerbread latte, you know, is, is one of my favorites. And That's we're fun. trying to, to make, to replicate it. And they sent me this coffee that was like very spicy and no gingerbread. I'm like, this does not taste like gingerbread, but I can't stop drinking it. It's like <laughs> the flavor. It was, it was like, it was, it was kind of like pumpkin spice, but more cinnamony and just stronger. Interesting. Like, it's good. I was like, all right, this needs to be its own flavor. Cause it's like, it tastes, it, the only way I can describe it, it tastes like Christmas in your mouth. Oh, okay. that's the only I'm, way I can describe it. Like, perfect. I am on board. <laughs> seriously like i like one of my favorite things is just like scrolling through all the flavors and being like and then just being like list of things i want me to order this one and this one and then it's just like 27 flavors (laughs) what we wanted i love it they're so 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 good so well i'm glad i'm glad that you like them yeah we try to keep it interesting and fun and come out with new flavors and yeah the seasonals and i love it Hell yeah. Oh my goodness. Do you have anything else? No, I think we're, I think we're solid. I mean, like I said, I could talk about supplements and and health all day, but (laughs) 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 you have been so gracious in your time. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We appreciate it, man. That was, that was awesome. Dude. Yeah. Seriously. Super pumped to hear about all the coffee. Yeah. I I always love doing these because we get to hear things that like, you know, I knew you were a chiropractor. I needed the coffee. I didn't know anything about the supplements or the the workout thing, you know, and stuff. Like it's it's just cool to hear like people you enjoy and love being around and getting to hear more about them. It's it's super fun. It's so, so fun. So we're glad oh, you were on. Thank you. And I appreciate and it. We will do, I'm sure, a commercial before this airs about all of that and link <laughs> your um link the website in our show notes. So yay. Hooray. Huzzah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Awesome. Thanks, guys.